Well, that sound could only mean one thing. The Average Joes are back in town. We have a new theme song, a new season, and we are back at it here in the Tucson Tim Studios. It's been a little bit, but we are recharged and ready to go. Oh, yeah, new year, new year. Oh, yeah. Tonight's episode is going to bring a recap of the NASCAR finale championship races at Phoenix, and then we're going to get into some NFL playoff talk. It's been a while since we spoke last, and I think we were probably about halfway through the season that last time. Yeah. So we're going to get into the NFL here in a bit. Talk about the Masters, maybe some college football. We've got the playoff championship oh, yeah. coming up this week and uh, next Monday. So um, real quick, I just wanted to mention on the bottom, you'll see all our social media accounts there, Average Joe's Podcast on Facebook, the Average Joe's underscore podcast on Instagram, and at, at Joe's 570 on Twitter. So whoop, whoop. if you have any questions, concerns, feel free to reach out and uh, comment your questions in the Facebook Live tonight. We'll be more than happy to answer them. Bart, I'm sorry, but I don't think we have anything to add about college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so to kick things off here, a little bit of news that came out this morning in the NASCAR world. Uh, Anthony Alfredo is going to drive the number 38 car for Front Row Motorsports. Oh, wow. He's going to be Michael McDowell's new teammate there. So That'd be something. Taking over for John Hunter Nemechek, who decided to go back full-time in trucks. Can't Which, really blame him. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't blame him one bit for doing that. Kid showed a lot of promise, though, last year in that 38 car. It's yep. going to be hard for Alfredo, I think, to kind of top that. Right. I, I mean, he had a lot of – they talked about uh, Johnner, Hunter, Niemer, Checker <laughs> quite often. Um, I mean, he was he was doing really good. But, yeah, again, I don't blame him for uh, – uh, do you want to consider that dropping back to truck? It's a better opportunity, I would say, for him to yeah, uh, yeah. win races and compete. For I wouldn't call it, like, d like downgrading, I right. guess. I wouldn't call it downgrading. I mean – Trucks are, you know, just as hard as driving Xfinity or even sure. Cup, I'd say. Right. If not harder. Competition is just right. as good. But, I mean, it's a chance for him to maybe gain some confidence, win some races, and get right. that Cup opportunity he's been looking for. Because let's face it, there's guys on the hot seat this year, whether yeah. they like it or not. Yep. There's rumors swirling about Truex being done and his cancer reflared in his girlfriend, so. I didn't hear the that girlfriend part. Yeah, it's not good news, but I guess she's doing okay. We'll see where that goes, but. A lot of faces in new places, so we'll be previewing Daytona here in a couple weeks for sure. That's February 14th, Valentine's Day. Woohoo! <laughs> Every man's favorite day. Exactly. So getting into the 2020 champions, starting off with the uh, truck series of all places, uh, Sheldon Creed started the two weekend mm -hmm. off just right there, winning the championship. I don't think that was a surprise. We all kind no, of said yeah. he was probably the guy to beat. That was guaranteed. Right. So... I mean, we'll have to see what his future holds, but as far as I know, he's back in trucks full-time next year. Yep. So we'll see what, what's in his future there as far I mean, he's talented. The kid's talented. There's oh, absolutely. No doubt about that. But, uh, I mean, there there was really – who else was even competing? Enfinger, I guess, was up there. I was going to say Grant Enfinger. You had uh, – well, I mean, the top – basically your top four. Creed, Smith, Moffitt, and yeah. Enfinger. So you're basically so. your top four, I mean – Right. That was his competition yep. pretty much all, all season. So. Right. He won the series high five races, so he definitely earned that championship for right. sure. Yep. And Finger was right there with four, but I think we all said Sheldon Creed. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he's he's a, a pretty good driver, I'll tell you. Up and comer for sure. Yeah, he's going to go places. Uh, and then Austin Sindrick continued the two weekend, winning the Xfinity championship, which... I would say it's disappointing for Chase Briscoe, but ultimately 
he's getting that 14 car. So oh, I mean, yeah, he's going right. He's going right up. He's. I mean, he's, it's not even like he's going to a different team. He's staying with Stuart Haas. He's going right up. He's going to be running, you know, his idol, basically his idol's uh, number, his car, 14, Tony Stewart. Yep. I mean, it's it's pretty much a, a dream come true. Do you see how they told him? Uh, Tony invited him and oh, his whole dinner. entire family to the house yeah. for dinner. Yeah, that's cool. We want you to come up. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a great driver. He's he's definitely top, and my, obviously my my favorite driver, which I'll be rooting for him this year. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, for him to race the way he did, to go through the the struggle he did in you know his private life and everything is, it's nothing short of you know, amazing. I'd say. Right. Um. I mean, obviously winning nine races and not winning the championship, finishing fourth actually in the championship yeah. final, uh, you know that sucks. But like we said, moving up to cup certainly a, a big benefit there. So oh yeah, he'll do. He'll, I think he'll do very well there. Yeah, I feel like the season him and Sindrick had was very similar to Harvick and Hamlin in the Cup Series, but okay. at least one of those guys. I won. can see that. At least one of those guys won the championship. Right. The other two not so not so fast. I mean, but and like it's not like Austin Sindrick didn't. You know, he wasn't in contention each each race. I mean, he's won. I think what last year he ran, he won six races. I think. Right. Um. What yep. was it? Uh, two at Kentucky, one at Texas, and then obviously one at Phoenix. He won the finale. Four wins on oval tracks. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's road road course king. Too. Road course king. Yeah. Which in the twenty one car, if the schedule stays the same, he's going to need that. Yeah. So. You think next year he? Uh, I've <laughs> we're going to twenty twenty two now. Yeah. You think what happens at the end of the year if he has the same exact year that he had well, the, last the, year? The call was already made. He's getting the twenty-one car. Will next he go? Year. Will he go up? He's getting it. Yeah. Well, may as well. So De Benedetto is going to be looking for a car, but like we said, you know, there's so much unknown. Uh, with, you know, Denny Hamlin's starting a team now. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Twenty twenty-three eleven, and we don't care what Dale says. It's twenty-three eleven, <laughs> not twenty-three eleven. <laughs> You're going to have some open seats for sure. So I, I'll be interested to see what happens there, but. As of right now, he's getting a 21 car in 22. So yeah, well, good for him. Yeah, it's he it's gonna. It. I think you know, with us losing, you know, Clint, um, the possible Truex, uh, you know, some some of the bigger name guys. To be clear, I don't think the rumors of retirement are true, but I mean, he's not if, getting any younger. Yeah, if you know, Sherry's cancer coming back. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's not gonna help. With you know the big names dropping out. Yeah. Uh, you know, not dropping out, but retiring or whatever, moving on to better things. Uh, Clint will be up in the booth. Um, I think this next, maybe next two years of Xfinity, I think though the, the, what do I want to say? The competition that's going to be coming up, that's going to be moving up the cup. Right. I think it's going to make for a more interesting season sure. when they, when they finally move up and everything, just because they're aggressive, which everybody loves to see that they're aggressive. They want to win. They want to be there. Right. Cause you know, you're, you're playing for. A spot you want to keep your ride, just like you know how Matty D kept going and going and going, and I think that ship has sailed for me personally. Yeah. I'm not, I, I just can't back him anymore. I mean, you can shed all the tears you want; it's just too much anymore. Well, he's got to, in my opinion, win a race this year to get his the attention of some of these top tier teams. If he goes winless again, I hate to say it, but he he might be one of those 38, 34 guys type of you know back right. of the pack right. on most weekends type right. of racers, but. Um, you know the the uh, you see what Johnny said. The champ is here. Yeah. <laughs> hey Johnny. 
So lastly, of course, the Cup Series, and obviously Chase Elliott won that championship. Do you know between me, you, and Dale who picked that? I did. You did. I went back and listened to that last and who, episode. Who, and who, who won our league? You did. You won the championship by quite a bit. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was fun, though. It was yeah. a lot of fun. My strategy was to save Brad for the end, and I should have done that, but I used him. The I'll tell prior, you, so. man. I will tell you right now. If anybody got the shaft on that Phoenix race, <laughs> it was Brad. Yeah. There, if he, if I think the first, Every his first, his first and his last stops. Mm -hmm. I think he lost six spots. I think his last stop was actually like fifth, over fourteen or fifteen seconds or something. Yeah. Which is insane. Well, if Jake's in the house, he's gonna tell. He's I think he is. I think. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Merry Christmas, <laughs> New Year's, and everything. Okay. <laughs> Expectations on Brad and Briscoe this year. And there we, yeah, we're we're on it now, Jake. Get on it. But I mean, plus, it's just so tough that I think with. Those mistakes not happening, nice clean pit stops. I think, I think we're looking at Brad Kozlowski as the because I mean he contended right to the last second, even with those mistakes. So the interesting thing about Brad is I'm comfortable with a second place finish. I know Jake's not happy about it, but I felt like the best car won the championship. Oh, he, when he got, without a doubt he definitely had Nobody the best was car. Nobody touching Chase Elliott no. in my opinion. When he gets in, when he got in front, gone. Yeah. My opinion for Brad, and this might be a hot take, but uh, sorry, Jake. When it's all said and done and he's retired and his, and his career is over, I think that championship in 2012 is his only one. You think so? That's my prediction, yeah. I think before he goes, I think, oh, you know, championship. Never mind. That just, I just, my head went to wins. Yeah. I, I championship. Mean, as I mean, far as tough. next year goes, he'll win a few races. I'd I love mean, to see him get that 500 victory finally. If he can get there, if he can get to the champion, uh, you know what, this year, 2021, if he gets to the final four again, I think that crew, I think it gets him there. Yeah. I think he wins the championship this year. If if he gets to the championship four, right. if he gets there. So how about this interesting nugget? Um, so now that Jimmy's retired, there's only one driver that has multiple championships. Kyle. Oh, yeah, okay. He's the only driver that has more than That's one championship, crazy. isn't it? Well, I mean, Kyle has what? Uh, two. Two, and Jimmy had... Seven. Seven times. Seven times. Time. Johnny Blow. Couldn't break through and get that eighth no. one break the record. That's, yeah, I know what? I, I would have loved to have seen him do decent at the end. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, I it was a great season. I mean, not a great season. He didn't win a race. Right. I actually lost some money on that, Jake. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, wish I him the best of luck. I mean, he's going to what? Open wheel, so. Yeah. Well, so. I remember several times as far as the cup championship goes when you, me, and Dale sat here and said, if Harvick or Hamlin doesn't win a championship, there's something wrong. Right. And sure right. enough, not only does Harvick not win it, he doesn't even make, he doesn't make it. He doesn't make it. And Hamlin, choke job again, say yep. what you want. He had a good Absolutely finish, but choked. it wasn't good enough. And I can't help but think last year was his best shot. Now that he's starting a team, there's uh, going to be so. that distraction. Right, yeah, he's going to he's gonna be more partially an owner. He's he's not going to be able to focus on what he really needs to focus on, but, you know, pre-race, um, I think he's going to have – I th you know unless it's you know if he's able to stay on for the next couple of years in in the seat in the in the seat yeah I think it's going to take a few years for her to get him back I don't think he even goes uh, championship four uh, this year no I don't either it's going to be very hard to replicate what he did last year same for Harvick honestly right. I mean what those two did last year winning basically a third of the races right and a lot of people didn't like how this all panned out that Harvick wins you know how many yeah. 
races and still didn't even make it because of Cause points. Because he probably would have ran away with the championship if it right. was the old point system. Right, right. But it's not, and you got to play with the rules that are in yep, place. And so. it is what it is. I mean, years ago they used to make rules up just so Jimmy Johnson couldn't win. Well, the, the problem with the old rules was you get to the final race and a guy would have a two-race lead in the points and he could just cruise. And that's not interesting. Right, right. You want to so see them racing. You want to see them racing hard, and that's it is what it is. Like Denny said, you you want to create this game seven moment. Well, here it is. Mm -hmm. You got to perform on the big stage. Yep, got to do what you got to do. And of course, it's no surprise that your four finalists finished one through four, which yeah, that, that see that's that's something's that's, up there. Yeah, my eyebrow went up when I saw that. Something's up there. First first through fourth is the is the final four. No, yeah. I just there's something wrong there. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if NASCAR goes to some of these teams that didn't make the finals and said, listen, you could build a good race car, but Scale it back a little bit. We got to have these four guys up front. Yeah, these are the you know the the sunshine here. These are the, the stars of the, of the right. attraction. Everyone's coming to see these four drivers, which isn't true. Yep. Everybody wants. I would like to see. Uh, you know, I would like to see Harvick win that race just because. Yeah. Or anybody else besides the the final four that was there. But I mean, I am ha believe me, I am happy that Chase Elliott won. I mean, that was that was a really good race one because I picked him to win. But it increased I mean, my helmet's value. Yes, it did. <laughs> But I mean, it, it's it was a great race, and I, you know, nothing better than that, man. Watching a nice, yeah. exciting race. I thought it was exciting. I mean, Dale, I'm pretty sure he might disagree, <laughs> but I think it was pretty exciting. I don't know what Jake thinks, but besides, you know, all, not, you know, don't think about the Brad stuff. Right. But I think it was a pretty exciting race. So going into the 21 season, which starts here in about a month, who who would be your favorite to win next year's title? Or this favorite year's to win title? next year, or well, yeah, this year. Um, I would have to go with. Uh, like I said, if, if Brad gets the Final Four, I think Brad wins it. But to not not to include him, I don't know, man. I can't see. I mean, it would be incredible to see Chase Briscoe do some damage, but <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that happening for like a year or two. But yeah. Um, but hey, crazier things have happened. But hey, Cole Custer won a race last yeah, year, so yes never say never. That's true. Um, so championship. Um, I won't hold you to it. I'd like to see back-to-back -back Chase. Chase. He'll be a favorite for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't surprise me if Vegas has him as a, as the fav the favorite. Maybe, yeah, that's a possibility. So I don't I don't know if Dale's watching or not. Hopefully he's not when I say this, but my pick to win the championship next year. Oh no, Kyle Larson. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was back. Yeah. Oh, he been a crazy year. He's not going to win Daytona, but. I could see him winning seven or eight races, and he runs pretty decent at Phoenix. Yeah. Like we said, the last race before the pandemic, he was up there. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait to see him on dirt. Oh, yeah. At, at Bristol. Uh, Bristol. That'll be fun. Yeah. He'll be the favorite there for sure. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. But, yeah, he's Larson's going to be my pick to win the championship. And yeah, that wouldn't that be something first year back? And right right <laughs> over my head. I didn't even think about Larson coming back. Yeah. Which, I don't know if we talked about this, but he's going to drive the five car, not the... Yeah. 88 or 48, yep. so the 88's gone. Bowman's going to run the 48. It's a new team, basically, but still, you know, same guys come right. over the wall and right. whatnot, so. Yep. Yeah, Larson's going to be my pick. That's a good pick. I didn't, like I said, man, it didn't even cross, didn't even cross my mind. We'll see what happens. Are you going to talk about the Jackman? The one that reset himself? Yeah. Was that at Phoenix? I don't remember. I don't think it was. Jake? I think it was, the, it was, Jake, uh, you still it was here? Martinsville. It was Martinsville. It was Martinsville? Yeah. Okay. We talked about that. Oh, did we? Yeah. So before we get into the NFL playoff preview, something happened during Sunday night football that we need to discuss. And it bothers me. I lost a lot, a lot. of money. It <laughs> bothers me a lot. 
First of all, no surprise, the spread was six and a half, and the yes. Eagles lose by six, so they covered. Yeah, they did, but, but it doesn't help the fact. That's not the thing I have the issue with, and I would be even more pissed off if the Cowboys beat the Giants earlier in the day because what the Eagles did in the fourth quarter of that game against Washington, in my opinion, should get Doug Peterson fired. You're down um, by six points, and you pull basically a quarterback that Washington football team had no answer for. He scored your two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. You pull him for an unproven guy in Nate Sudfeld, and from all reports, there were defensive guys on the sideline that had to be restrained from going after Peterson, from what oh, I yeah. heard. I mean, you put your blood, sweat, and tears literally into that season. Yeah, those players do. Right. Granted, Not the coaches. Right. The players do. And Peterson said it was totally his decision, which it wouldn't surprise me one bit if it came from the top. Like, listen, Doug, uh, yep. put up a good fight, but we want that higher draft pick, which instead of picking ninth, they're going to pick six. I just think six. they don't want the Giants. That could I think be it he too. made that call. Well, just think if the Cowboys won. They would have put the practice squad in. Yeah, they probably wouldn't even. You know what? Everyone's got COVID. We're out. But I, I didn't give the Eagles much of a chance going into the game in the first nope, place. Nobody because did. there were so many guys out. Fletcher Cox, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Miles Sanders, none of those guys played. All the good, all the big names, yep. And I said, well, this, we're screwed because the Eagles have no shot and the Cowboys need the, the Eagles to win that game. And, man, when I saw I went to bed, actually, because it was, I think it was 17-14. Yeah, and the too. Eagles were playing. It was just a bad game. I watched watch. as much as I could. I, I put a little bit of scratch on the game, but, I but mean. But then I woke up and Steph's like, what's going on with the Eagles game that everybody's talking about? I don't know what. Yeah, because you didn't see media, the rest of it. And yeah. then I see what happened, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yep. So yeah, it's I, I, I think Peterson should be fired for that, first of all, because I think. If he's not, then it came from the top. Right. They might have said you're safe no matter what. Yeah, you're safe. You're not, you're not getting, you're no playoff bound, nothing. You're fine. Right. Make this call and just live with it. And, and you know, it, you're going to get hell for it, but yeah. we don't want the Giants get in, or, you know, we need the better draft pick, whatever. And I've seen several people that have said, well, if you're in the NFC East, just win more games. Like the Giants 6-10 and 10 needed help to get in the playoffs, and I get that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But the integrity of the game is at stake here. Yeah. And you're you're basically throwing it away. Th you're basically throwing it away. It's almost Pete Rose in it, if you want to look at it in a certain way. I mean, you're basically trying, you're purposely taking a fall. Right. You're making decisions on purpose that you know the outcome will be failure, which in baseball, I'll tell you right now, you're out. You're right. fired. You're right. not playing no more. You're not being a coach. You're not managing nothing. Right. But, I mean. That definitely should be addressed. I, I There's no legitimate reason to take Hurts out. No. He wasn't hurt. And you're they were down three or up three? Three. Or, they were down three or six. Down I three, yeah. I know it was, it, was, it, was, it was three. I don't know if they were up or down. Yeah, I know, they were down. I know they were down th something. But, I mean, you're talking about the guy that scored your only touchdowns of the game. Yeah. Ran, ran them both yeah. in, for God's sakes. Yeah, which I didn't like because, I, like I said, <laughs> I put money on Zach Ertz yeah. to score a touchdown. Well, he's probably on a new team next year as well. But Yeah. He, see, he was sitting on the sidelines after the game for like an hour and a half, they yeah. said. But, in all honesty, I have to say I do enjoy watching the attention be taken away from the Cowboys for once. Yeah. And that mess in Philadelphia, they could have it. We them boys. Because now they got a, a, a mess of a situation at quarterback with Wentz to figure out. Yep. They owe him a ton of money yet. Yeah, I think they do. he's going to be in Indianapolis next year one way or another. Really? Team up with Frank. Didn't I think I saw some somewhere that uh, Wentz wasn't going. They had they couldn't see him without being a, a, a an eagle. If he's on the team next there. year, they're going to finish 5-11 and 11 again. He's just bad. He's just bad juju. I, I mean, Bad karma. I don't know if it was that ACL tear that screwed him up or what. but I'll he, tell you what it was. 
Nick Foles. Yeah, could be it. They should have got rid of him when Nick Foles was playing. With Wentz right now, it's not physical. It's just between ears. Yeah. And you go play in Indianapolis versus Philly, I mean, that's like night and day. That media right. crucifies him every right. day in Philly. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's media cru- – Philly crucifies Philly. Right. So, I mean, it's – Well, they threw snowballs at Santa for crying out loud. Right. I mean, who wouldn't, though? <laughs> but, yeah, so I think I think Wentz is in Indy. But that really bothered me that Peterson decided to pull Hurts, uh, you know. Yeah, I think it was a, a horrible, horrible decision. But I think we both agree that, if anything, it that kind of a decision has to come from the top. Right. Either has to come from the top or he just says, you know what? I quit. You would think because Fire me. otherwise it's a fireable offense yeah. in my opinion. Fire me. You're intentionally trying. I mean, the Jets put to bed the tanking thing a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They could have easily lost out and had Trevor Lawrence, but right. they won a couple games and now the Jags have the first pick. Yeah. So yeah, Jets screwed themselves on that they one. They did. But Trevor Lawrence wasn't going to go into the draft if he if uh, he had to go to the uh, Jets. I don't know. He if said I'd that out loud. I don't know if I buy it. I, I mean, I if you're going to the pros, you're going to the pros. Right. Yeah. That's what I say. If a team wants you, if if uh, if I was going to and a and a baseball team wanted a major league team, guess what? Right. I don't care who it is. Yeah. I don't even care if it's the Boston Red Sox. Yep. If they want, well, here's the deal: if they want me, then somebody <laughs> somebody else definitely wants me. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get into draft talk later on. But I I can't see the Jaguars taking anybody else besides Lawrence, honestly. No, there's no reason They're to. Not set they quarterback. don't have anybody yet. They don't have anybody at quarterback. Right. And the Jets will probably take Fields. So there you go. First two picks are already yeah. settled. Yeah. All right, so NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. I just had to get off that. Get I that rain out. Get, get it out. Get, get it off, off your chest. chest with, uh, we were nervous for you. Ugh. We were. Me and Dale were very nervous. I'm over this season. L- Laura was nervous. Everybody. We were all nervous for you. Like I told Dale in the group chat, I've never broken anything over a Cowboys game. So. Although I, I was kind of upset with you that one day. Uh, it was a couple couple Sundays ago. I asked you about the Cowboys game. He said I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, the 49ers won. Yeah, and then they. Sorry some, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So, first game on Saturday, we'll just go in order here with the way they're scheduled. Uh, 105 kickoff, Indianapolis 11-5 and at Buffalo, 13-3. and The first thing I'm going to say about this game is I saw a stat this morning where home teams this season, 127, 128, and 1. So there is absolutely no home field advantage this year. Oh, wow. They had a losing record at home. Jeez. <laughs> when do you ever see that? Never. You never no, see that happening. Don't. But Indianapolis goes into Buffalo at uh, six-and-a-half-point underdogs. And the Colts are interesting because they are the only team going into last weekend. Where, that are you, where are you looking at that? Where do you see the, the over-under spread and all that? You have to scroll down a little bit on the left. Six-and-a-half and then over-under is 51. Oh, no, I'm nowhere near that. Um, the Colts were the only team that didn't control their own destiny last weekend. They needed Miami to lose to Buffalo, and sure enough, yeah. Buffalo blew him out. Well, I, c- I could have told you that was going to happen. Somebody I just, Josh Allen's, I, oh, he's amazing. He's phenomenal. He's probably deserving of the MVP, except Rodgers is playing out of his mind too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, well, you got, I mean, you got just the, I want to say, call it the duo, the double duo. You got Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and you got Josh Allen, Nicole Beasley. Stephon Diggs might have been the signing of the offseason, honestly, for Buffalo. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they'd be 13-3 and right now. I don't know if there's any other free agents yeah, that have a bigger impact. 13-3, and three, right? 13-3, yeah. and three, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as Buffalo goes, somebody I was talking to the other day said, well, how could you argue with what Philly did? The Bills pulled Josh Allen. I'm like, yeah, they're also killing Miami. 
Yeah. They had a legitimate excuse to take him out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't want to. I'm not buying that. Just like the uh, Steelers played the Browns last weekend. Right. You're not going to play your, no. your starting guys if you already clinched the spot. Why would you? You can't. You can't get a buy. Right. So why would you? Right. Looking to see if there's any notable injuries here for either team. Oh, Stephon Diggs. He's questionable. For what? For this week? The game, yeah. Oh. He'll probably play, I'm sure. How do, how do you know that, Laura? <laughs> how do you know that and I don't? Um, so Kim Lawson's watching, too. Oh, is she? Wow. Hi, Kimberly. The uh, the Bills won their last five games. The Colts won four of their last five. Their only loss was to that collapse to Pittsburgh. So if it wasn't for that, they would have easily won their last five as well. Oh, wow. Cole Beasley's out. Yeah. So that's that's a big that's a big uh loss for for Buffalo, but I don't know. When it comes to this game, I already had my mind made up when I saw the matchup. Um, you know, Philip Rivers has been battling a, a toe injury all season pretty much. He really hasn't uh lit the world on fire. He's he's been okay. But I think he's done after this year. I don't think he's back. So, Philip Rivers. I'll tell you what. He is a definitely. I look at him like the J.J. Watt for quarterbacks. Not, uh, not the aggression wise, but right. uh, the motivation wise. Oh yeah. He's always on his team. You know, even if they they're doing horrible, he's always on them. He's he's trying to pump them back up. The funny but, yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Right. Well, the funny thing about him that you hear from guys across the league is he doesn't curse. He gets fired up and yells on the field, but he never curses. So. Oh yeah, I've I've heard uh, he was mic'd up once. Yeah. He said, uh, "Gosh darn it!" or or "Dag gum it." <laughs> oh no, he says, "Shoot, dag gum it!" After something, you know, something he did or whatever. But right. I think it was an interception he threw, and he's like, "Dag gum it!" I'm like, seriously? <laughs> and you gotta love his bolo ties too. Oh yeah, yeah. So. But, either way, I don't know. So you willing to put the Colts in this one? I'm not. No, I'm 100% Buffalo. Buffalo. I want to say 27-21. I like that. I'm going to say I'm going to say 31-20 Buffalo. 31-20? Yeah. And yeah. and this is a great matchup because What's the spread for this one? 6 and a half. I think I think all these games are going to be 6 and a half. You're right. Or 3 or less. The uh the Colts defense is really good. I mean, they have a lot of oh, good yeah. players. Darius Leonard was a draft pick who I really wanted Dallas to take a few years ago. They didn't, obviously, but mm-hmm. he, he's a good player. And they got a, they got uh, DeForest Buckner from San Fran on that defensive line. But right. I don't know. I, j- I just don't think now is the time for Buffalo to get eliminated. I mean, first playoff appearance since 95, I believe. Yeah. I, I can't see him getting no going out this early. I don't so. think so either. We both picking Buffalo there. Yeah, absolutely. You have to pick Buffalo. There's, yeah, there's so much momentum going with Buffalo right now that, I mean, I don't think the Chiefs. I mean, I think the Chiefs would win, but I don't think they'd win by like a blowout. Right. I think they're good, but I don't think they're you know beat Chiefs good, but yeah. So the second game on Saturday is probably the game all weekend that I'm least interested in, if I'm being honest. Yep. The Los Angeles Rams, 10-6, and six, travel to 12-4 and four, Seattle at a 440 kickoff on Fox. Um, Three-and-a-half point favorite for the Seahawks, over-under is 42-and-a-half. Interestingly enough for the Rams, Jared Goff has already been ruled out 
So to me, oh. that's all I need to know right there. Yeah. I don't see any way the Rams win this game. Yeah, I was going with the with Seattle in the first place. Uh, yeah, with, even with if or Goff without playing, I, I with would still too. But I think uh, with the just how Russell Wilson's been playing this this season, I mean he's been top notch. Give a you know game or two or whatever, but yeah, um, there I I forget which I was watching, but there was a, a they're like the best in red zone situations, I think. Seattle. Yeah. Defensively, yeah, yeah, their defense has so. been really bad this year, but you might be right about that. For I mean, Jamal zone. Adams is a a freak, yeah, on that side of the ball. But interestingly enough, they played two days after Christmas. Seattle won that uh, game, twenty to nine, yeah. And the week after that, the Rams lost to the Jets. <laughs> I mean, the Jets got a little hot towards the end, but I know you can't always do this, but the Rams played the Jets on December twentieth and lost. 2320. Mhm. The Seahawks played them the week prior and beat them 40 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy, isn't it? So, I d- I know you can't just say well this and that, but to me that's between that and the fact that Jared Goff is out, I think Seattle wins this game and I think they win easily. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Without Seattle normally has a gigantic home field advantage, but you know, obviously with no fans. Yeah. I mean, uh with DK Metcalf, I think oh. but He's, I think, his uh, percentage in red zone uh, the last few games has been awful, yeah. god awful. Well, Cooper Cup actually has nine more catches than DK Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, I saw but that. But he's also got 400 less yards. Yeah, 300. But uh, the other interesting thing to note is uh, Buffalo. I forgot to mention is allowing 6,700 fans for the game. Oh, really? And those fans are crazy out I there. S- oh, oh. Jumping through Bill's Mafia? Oh, they're nuts, man. That, <laughs> they're crazy. They had to, I think they sold out of tables one time, one oh, year. Oh, sure. Yeah, I bet they did. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I saw that the Saints, uh, the, uh, was it Sean Payton? Sean Payton? That's the name? Yeah. Head like coach. Going, head coach. He, uh, I think he said he's trying to get 50, th- I, th- I think it's out on the NFL.com. He's trying to get 50,000 fans. No to way. quarantine oh. for two weeks <laughs> so he can pack the stadium. Wow. And that place is loud, too. Yeah, especially being a, a Saints fan. Right. I mean, Russell Wilson, 40 touchdowns, 13 picks. He's he's on an MVP-type trajectory, too. Yeah, I don't think he but gets it, though. No, but he won't. But uh, about taking the Seahawks here, I guess? Yeah, without a doubt. You, there, really. you, you, you can't. I mean, unless some freak accident happens, Yeah. Y- you just can't. I'm not sure I could trust any team in the NFC, but there was a few weeks ago where I looked at it and I, I'm like, the Rams might be the team I could trust in the NFC, but not anymore. I mean, no. without Goff, they're worse and yep. their running back situation's a mess. Right. So right. I, I can't trust anybody from the Rams. So and they're also going to be without Brockers and Whitworth too. So yeah, it's it's I I can't too many missing pieces right to try and put back together with other players that exactly. just aren't the the caliber. Same caliber as them. Yeah. So I'm going to go Seahawks um, 40 to 17. 40 to 17. 40 to 17. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's a blowout, especially with Wolford playing again. I was going to say, I, for some reason, I have 39. Seattle. 39-21. Seattle definitely covers, right? Three and a half. Oh, yeah. They're They're – Minus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, no, they'll definitely, 39-21. That's what I think. Okay. 
Final game Saturday night on NBC 815 kick is the 11-5 Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the 7-9 Washington football team, who is 3-5 at home this year, so not yeah. a great home record. But the Buccaneers are eight-point road favorites, and the over-under is 45. Over-under 45. Eight-point road favorites in the playoffs. The man. Who is that? The, the Bucks, Bucks are favored are. by eight. Well, I think that's because the, the uh, gunslinger, who is Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't know, man. That, I think that's that'll be the closest of the games, I think. You think? Yeah. There's one other one Sunday. I mean, for for Saturday. Oh, okay. For Saturday's games. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Uh, I think Buffalo Indy's going to be the closest. But I don't know, man. I think Josh Allen's going to run all over him. He's good. Yeah. A couple of notable injuries for the Bucks. Devin White, their stud linebacker, is out. Mike Evans is questionable. Bunch of guys questionable for the Redskins, or sorry, football oh, team. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Including we had, do you have a sensor button? <laughs> you got a sensor button for that? Dale's not here to buzz us. Yeah. So, uh, last five games, Tampa Bay is 4-1. and one. Washington, 3-2. and two. But Washington's been on a, on a hot streak, though. Two in a row. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sorry, three of the last five, but they beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I see. My problem with this game is yes, Washington's defense is great. Their front four is amazing. I don't know how they're going to pay all these guys, but uh, Alex Smith is only like sixty-five, seventy percent right now with that. And cap. did you know? Did you notice that last game? What's that? He was he was uh, in the pocket. Dro did his drop back. He was in his pocket. You could they they focused on his legs. Yeah. And they he threw the ball, and you can see. He comes off of the, off yeah. of his throw leg, and he's you could tell he's gingerly putting that f leg down. Well, he has he has a condition known as drop foot, which I'm very familiar with because Jalen Smith from the Cowboys had it mm -hmm. when he tore his knee his, his senior season at Notre Dame, and basically he can't pick his foot up off the ground by itself. He has to wear a brace to help him with that. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's because of the 17 surgeries he had yeah. to have on the you know broken leg. They said those 17 surgeries were once. Every two weeks or something? Did you watch that documentary that E60 on him? No, I, that was uh, that was during the game. They they brought that up. It was disgusting, but that was cool that his wife made the yeah, trophy out of the brace. The, Lombar the Ed Lombardi trophy. I mean, you could pencil him in for comeback player of the year. I would say Roethlisberger. I would. I wouldn't even pencil him. I'd put marker that with pen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pencil that in with pen. It would be Roethlisberger otherwise, but yeah, Alex yeah. Smith is. It's a cool comeback story. As much as I can't stand Washington. Yeah. But uh, Dale. I think Tampa Bay wins this game 27-17. This, this is a tough one because yeah. you can never say no to Tom Brady. You can never back him out, especially Absolutely he's not. got Gronk. He's got, it's going to be cold there. He's got A. Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. He's got, you know, Brown there too now. So, um, And Brown had a great game last weekend. Yeah, he did. Because Evans left with an injury, and uh, somebody had to step up, and it happened to be Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, they're just full of weapons. Gronk's finally catching touchdowns. Yep. It's so. nice to see uh, Brown doing decent and not, you know, being <laughs> a psychopath. But for now, until yeah. he gets, you know, until, until the season's the over. Again. Yeah, until the season's over. Man, but uh, yeah, this this was the toughest one I can I can think of. I really didn't even come to a conclusion about it. But I mean, just off the cuff, I'd have to go. Uh, I'd have to go with the Bucks. Yeah. And that I think you said that was an. Eight point, yeah, gap. Yeah, I think they cover. I'm going 27-17 yeah. Tampa. 
Yeah, I'll go. This is making for boring radio. We're not disagreeing on any of these. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Washington football team. Okay, Stephen A. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Pick whoever you want. No, I, I, just because I, it's hard to choose against uh, Tom Brady, man. That's that's my biggest thing. It's tough. Oh, yeah, that's I, – I mean – I think it's going to be. They're finally playing like the team we thought they'd be all season. Right. Like right, in the beginning, right. they were struggling, but I think that was because you know COVID and yeah. lack of an off season really. Yeah. And, no know, training. And, and Brady had to start gelling. Yep. And they're finally doing that. So. Yeah. I can't see Washington winning this game. There's no. They just don't have the offense to keep up. If this turns into a shootout, forget it. Tampa Bay will blow the doors oh. off this thing. Yeah, without a doubt. You can't. Tom Brady will. Or he'll just sit down in his little. Yeah. Bench, and as soon as he puts his head down, you know you screwed up, and game's over. Or maybe you start throwing tablets, and next thing you know, Washington's up twenty to three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go twenty-seven, twenty-one. Twenty-seven, twenty-one. Yeah. Tampa. Yeah. What'd you say? 20 27 17, Tampa. 27, 17. Yeah. I think it'll be fairly low. No cover. You think they'll cover? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm not betting on it though. Why not? Uh, just not that confident. Eight's a, eight's a big Come spread. On. Eight is a huge spread for a playoff game on the road. That's So here's what you do. You take them minus three, and you put a parlay, and you add somebody else in, in the mix. Yeah. Washington's plus money. 340 on the money line. Might be something to look at. Yeah, might be. So the hardest game for me to pick all weekend is next. The first one on Sunday on ABC and ESPN. Yeah. This is a tough one. It's the 11 and 5 Baltimore Ravens traveling to the 11 and 5 Tennessee Titans. I'd say Tennessee Henrys. Yeah. They're going to Henry? Yeah, Tennessee Henrys. Henry going to Henry. Henry going Henry. So Derrick Henry this past weekend went into the record books. He passed his uh, compadre Chris Johnson for the most rushing yards in franchise okay. history yeah. in a single season. 2,027 yards. That's insane. <laughs> in one season. I think he was the seventh or eighth player in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a season. You so know who one was? OJ. OJ. Adrian Peterson. Yep. Jamal Lewis, which people forget about. Who it's was just so crazy because, you know, you, s- you always see, you know, them talking about each team, you know, who somebody's that's uh, – he's about to break 1,000 yards. Yeah. It's insane that to say that Derrick Henry, he did that twice. Right. It's just crazy. It's insane. Um, but he is a beast. He is a beast for sure. Tennessee worries me a little bit because I know it was in the snow at Lambeau Field, but I thought they'd put up a much bigger fight against Green Bay a few weeks ago. They did. Uh, see, I the way they played in that game just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, they really did. Well, they couldn't. I, but uh, Henry had uh, minimal yards. He barely got the ball. Yeah, and in those conditions, you would think they'd be feeding Henry, but they he got can't run in so the snow. Big. He can't run in the snow. Right. He's terrible in, in the cold. They got down so er- early so much. and Yeah. I mean, Baltimore hasn't lost since December 2nd. Believe it or not, they lost four out of five games going back to November 1st. Really? Yeah. But they've turned it around, and they've won five straight. So uh, they lost both Pittsburgh games. Yes, they did. But, you know, speaking Take of those. Take that, Laura. You got to give some credit to the NFL. They played all 256 games in 17 weeks, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah. This year, and they did it. So. Well, it was pretty neat. You know, at one point you were sitting there, Sunday, blah 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 blah. Monday, then he had a game Wednesday. Didn't they? Play? Yeah, they played Wednesdays. Yeah, they played Tuesday a Wednesday, and Wednesday game. Tuesday and Wednesday game. Yep. I mean, that was pretty neat. And then, like, by the time you you finish talking about Tuesday Wednesday game, it's already Sunday. 
Right. He already got football coming back on. Yeah. So it was pretty neat, you know, just like NASCAR did right. when this all started out. So injury-wise for the Ravens, Jimmy Smith, Yannick Ngakwe, Willie Sneed all out. Who's and that for? The uh, For Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. I don't really see anything there that's going to cause me to, to pick otherwise. But, Are we going to uh, agree on this? Or? Uh, well, you go first. I got to go with the Titans, man. I think they're on a roll. Yikes. I think they're on a roll, but um, I think Derrick Henry's going to just keep motoring, and they know to feed him. They keep feeding him the ball. I think, you know, they will come on top. I mean, they are both, you know, 11-5. and five and Right. Th- I mean, he, they got weapons, man. They got A.J. Brown. They got uh, John U. Smith, a tight end. And Brown's questionable, but I think he'll play. They, he's always questionable before uh, <laughs> Thursday. Right. Believe me, I know. I had him on my <laughs> fantasy. I had to ask a buddy of mine well, and say way, why. Good, good season for you. Yeah, I, I did pretty year. decent my first year doing this. but a hell of a job there. I think Johnny's gone. He's not watching anymore. But no. if he comes back on, we'll bust his, we'll bust his balls a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a, a decent season for me. It was very something different. Yeah. I, I didn't look at it certain ways that I should have. Right. But, I mean, it worked out, you know, for the best. I got a little bit of money in my pocket for it. So. Right. I mean, it definitely wants me to come back and, and do it again next year. So, if I'm allowed. I, I, you'll be allowed. I'll make that executive decision for All you. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with uh, Jim West here, a.k.a. Mike. He, he says take the Ravens. The defense is better. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Jim West. Mike. Oh. Last comment there. He uh, he's a Raiders fan, so he's probably oh, heartbroken. Is that, is that is that the golf golf Mike? Yeah. Hey Mike, don't worry, Mike. We're gonna talk about the Masters here in a minute. Masters in a minute. <laughs> Hang on. But Baltimore's hot. They've won five straight. Uh, I know they got beat by Pittsburgh twice, but Lamar Jackson's playing well again. J.K. Dobbins is playing like the running back I finally thought he would. Unfortunately, yeah. too little, too late for you. Too little, too late. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Not, I don't want to say too little, too late because I picked him up late. Yeah. I mean, he got me the points I needed to get me where I was, right. but it just, you know, everybody else didn't click. You Like you said, on my bench that what last yeah. week I had seventy almost 75 points that, sitting on my bench. That's a game changer. Yeah. With three guys. 75 points, I win. Right. But I, the way J.K. Dobbins is playing and the lack of production from Mark Ingram, I doubt he's back next year. You don't think so? I, I think Ingram's elsewhere. To be honest. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant like just completely done. No, he'll he'll yeah, probably he'll play go somewhere, somewhere else. else for a team that needs like a you know replacement to come in for a breather every once in a while. But uh, Tennessee is actually Baltimore is a three and a half point road favorite in this game. Baltimore is. Yep. Three and a half. I think they're looking at the last couple of games and. I gotta let me write that down because that 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 blows my mind that it, they're it blows my mind favorite. Too. Minus three and a half. But like I said earlier, there's really been no home field advantage this year. The home teams have no, there hasn't. Record, so. Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with COVID and it has a lot to do with not a lot of uh, right. spring training. You know. No fans. No fa- and the fans is the, are, the, are a big deal. Laura, we were watching. That the creates a lot of penalties that crowd noise. Yeah, we were watching a game the other day, the other night, and uh, I think we were laying up, laying up in bed watching the game. And she, what was we gonna, we might have uh, whatever we're, we were in the house watching a game. Yeah. And she said, uh, "Are those? They they have that many fans in there?" And I said, "No, they're <laughs> cutouts. <laughs> they're cutout <laughs> fans." <laughs> Where was this? What game? Oh, I forget. I can't remember exactly. Uh, she might if she's still watching. She might, but I I can't remember exactly. It was this past weekend? Was it the night game or maybe the four twenty five game? I was talking to a, a buddy of mine who's a, <laughs> a Rams Saints fan. game. That's what I think it was. Oh, okay. 
this buddy of mine was a Rams fan, and he said that uh, basically uh, you could buy one of those cutouts for, I think it was like 50 bucks or something. Yeah, it was maybe? cheap. Yeah. And you could buy a whole season for a couple but hundred. But here's the thing. Do they send you a picture where you're sitting or something? I'm not sure if they because do Because I'm not buying <laughs> a cutout unless I at least see myself there. I think you get to pick there. your seats at least. Do you? I think so. But yeah, that that's interesting. I I don't I wouldn't pay for that, but No. So what's your score? You're picking Tennessee. What's your score? I have to pick Tennessee and I'm gonna go I think it's gonna be a, a low scoring game, so I'll say twenty one four seventeen. Twenty one okay. seventeen. I'm gonna go Baltimore thirty four twenty seven. All right, that's, I mean, yeah. Finally, we disagree on something. Right, yeah. I don't know. I just think Baltimore's hot. I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I but just think they know that game's on the line now, yeah. and you need to give it to the guy that runs like a Mack truck. And Lamar Jackson wants to uh, shed that winless playoff record in oh, the worst right. way. Yeah, you let him loose. That's It's pretty much over there, too. But Yeah, he, he's a problem. But I mean, the Titans' defense isn't that, you know, isn't the greatest against Lamar Jackson from last time I checked. Yeah. But I think with this type of, you know, playoffs on the line, I think right. I think they'll be able to step it up. Hopefully they step it up a little bit because yeah. I'm going to throw some scratch on it. And, of course, you can't forget, I mean, Tennessee was in the AFC title game last year, so yeah. it's not like they're it's coming off, you know, some... Some shit season. Right, yeah. some right. lean years. Uh, probably the game I'm second least interested in this weekend is that second game Sunday, 4:40 on CBS. Chicago travels to New Orleans. I don't even know that the Bears had a chance to make the playoffs with an Arizona loss on Sunday, yeah, but apparently they did. Well, they're at what eight and eight. Yep, eight and eight. Five hundred to twelve and four. Five hundred. Twenty twenty. COVID yeah. gets you in the playoffs. But I mean, here we go. A stat that means absolutely nothing. Chicago's five and three on the road. New Orleans is six and two at home. So who cares? Yeah. But. If you look at their last five games, the Bears have bookended losses around three straight wins. New Orleans has been struggling a little bit too, but I mean, 52 against Minnesota, 33 to seven against Carolina. Yeah, they've been pretty impressive in their wins, but um, Chicago just doesn't impress me at all. I mean, Not me. I haven't even. I don't even know if I've watched an actual Bears game. I don't this know year. if there's anything they do well. I mean, Trubisky's playing decent again. That's it. Is he going to sneak his way into a contract extension? I mean. Yeah, best time to do it now in playoffs. Try and get it going, but I, I don't. I don't see anything uh, fancy about them. This to me might be the. I most think they're one and done. Lopsided game of the weekend, honestly. I think they're one and done. Yeah, me too. I think Drew Brees, his last season. I think he's going to do them some. I think he's going to get them as far as he possibly can. Yeah. And I would love to watch the Saints go to the Super Bowl. That'd be and cool. watch him go his last top. year. Yeah, go on top. This is the biggest spread of the weekend. Saints are minus ten. Yeah. So I knew. I figured that. Uh, you think Taysom Hill gets in the end zone? 100%. <laughs> it seems like he does almost every week. Mm-hmm. So. Unless you bet on him. Right. Then he won't go anywhere right. near it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go at New Orleans in this one. I'm going to say 34 to 10, New Orleans. 34 to 10. I don't know how much of a blowout it's going to be, but. I just can't see the Bears mustering up much offense. I know uh, Montgomery's been running the ball pretty well lately. I'm sure he led the I'll team. I'll say 37-21 Saints. 37-21. Yeah. Yeah. So Montgomery barely cleared a thousand yards. Kamara would have if he was able to play last week. Mm-hmm. Which the NFL did New Orleans a favor by scheduling him Sunday because they said if 
if New Orleans had to play Saturday, Kamara couldn't play because he's got to miss those 10 days. Oh, because of COVID. Yeah. That's right. That's or right. 14 days. Yeah. So he... <laughs> Holy hell. I don't know what that is. So he... Uh, there right now, it's going to be a heart attack every time. <laughs> I know. I, I just muted the speakers there. That's all right. So I, I, I don't know... I don't know uh, why the NFL decided to do that for um, New Orleans and not for Tampa Bay because they're missing some guys due to COVID. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. The Bears just don't impress me at all. No. Defensively, I don't even defense. think they belong there. Right. They snuck in. Like I said, they backed yeah. into the playoffs. All right. Final game of the weekend is probably the one that I'm most interested in, and that's the 11-5 and Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the 12-4 and four Steelers. Uh, wouldn't you know it, the Browns make the playoffs for the first time since 2 and their head coach tests positive for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? But Almost here's the thing. There's got to be other players that are going to test positive now. Well, their, start, their best offensive lineman, Joe Batonio, tested positive. He's out. Did he? And he's a pro bowler. Yeah. So he's going to miss the game. Another J.C. Treader, their starting center, is questionable. Yeah. Kendall Lamb. They're going to start dropping like flies. Right. And I'm going to tell you right now, Quote me now, if the Steelers win, they didn't have this guy. They didn't have that guy. Yep. They didn't have their best team. I just realized these injury reports, it looks like, are based off of last week because it says Ben Roethlisberger's out. So. Oh, yeah, they must be. These injury reports aren't accurate. They're from last week, but You whatever. think well, by Wednesday, did that the new, really new reports come out? Yeah, it doesn't change no, anything doesn't for me. No, it doesn't change anything. So Cleveland goes to Pittsburgh. They're six-point underdogs. I think Cleveland easily covers that. <sighs> Don't you? Yeah, you know what? Because I haven't seen much this year passing-wise. I mean, I know they've been trying to pass, but they've been trying to get that run run game going, Yeah, the Steelers. But, I mean, to me, I haven't seen one thing come together for this team that, that makes me think that they're going to, you know, that, that they can blow a team out. Pittsburgh? Yeah, which they haven't. They have not blown a team out that I can think of. No. I mean, even, I mean, they lost to Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. Here's my problem with the Steelers. If you go back to even the Cowboys game, they were facing Garrett Gilbert, who everybody's like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. The Steelers have lost four of their last five. Yeah. So you talk about back into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh might be the epitome of that. Meanwhile, Cleveland, granted last week's kind of a throw throwaway game because Pittsburgh yeah, rested nobody, a lot of guys. No, her, no harm, no foul for the Steelers. But, but they beat Tennessee. Yep. They beat the Giants, who were playing all right. They lost to Baltimore by five in that crazy Monday night game. Yeah. And they lost to the Jets, which. I, everyone's been losing to the Jets. <laughs> right. If there's enough weeks in, in, if there's enough games in the season that every team could play the Jets twice, yeah. the second time they'd lose to them. So what would you have done if you were at Pittsburgh last week? Would you have sat Roethlisberger and some of those other guys? like 150%. Yeah. I, they're lucky if I would have just. Pulled somebody off from the street, the there, quarterback. There's some people speculating that Ben's kind of looking like he's got a tired arm out there. Of course, he's coming oh, good. off rest Tommy him John's. Up. Yeah, rest him up, though. Yeah. That, that's the best decision that they've made. Because why would you – you ever see the movie uh, Friday Night Lights? Yeah. They're up by 30 points. They yeah. put Booby Miles back in. <laughs> why? There's no need. You're going to get somebody injured. Boom, he gets injured. Right. Tears his Achilles, everything. ACL, he's gone, he's done. I, I would have to think, even though Stefanski's COVID positive, he's, you know, whether it's Zoom calls or whatever, he's coaching still from his house or wherever he is. Yeah. 
he's still coaching the team, really. He's, you know, the special teams guy, Pfeiffer, is going to take over. Um, but, you know, he, he's calling the offensive plays, though, too, so that's going to be a big yeah. problem. I mean, Mike has even agreed now. He's, uh, he said uh, Montgomery has been running for the Bears, but yeah. that's it. And, and then he talked about Pittsburgh's running game, yeah, too. Pittsburgh's running game is horrid. He's, he's not wrong. No, he's not. I mean, James Conner. Nothing I could see is – yeah, but you can't – James Conner is a decent running back. He's a hard, aggressive running back. yards is their yeah, leading he's a, he's a hard, aggressive running back, but he's just – you can't just rely on him every single every single down. Pittsburgh used to be a gigantic running team. When you think of Pittsburgh, you always think of ground and pound with the running exactly. game. Exactly, and, and the Iron Curtain. Defense. Yeah, and the Iron Which Curtain. Which defense has been great. Don't get yeah, me wrong. T.J. Watt's having a great season. T.J. Watt's season. amazing. He's probably your defensive player of the year. Absolutely. But uh, I can tell you right now, the reason why Cleveland's in the playoffs, Baker Mayfield's only turned the ball over, at least interception-wise, eight times. Yeah. Roethlisberger's got ten. Yep. So and he's a he's a experienced veteran. Right. So he's the reason why, in my opinion, the Browns are in the playoffs. And that running game for Cleveland, something else too. I mean, you got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah. So Nick Chubb's a beast, man. Yes, he, he is he's really a beast. good. He 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 cleared a thousand yards and he missed about a month with injury. Yeah. So it's insane. He's he's a really good player. And it's not like they're playing crap teams. No. They're playing decent, well-rounded teams. I think you'd have to say unequivocally that the AFC North is the best division of football. They put mm-hmm. three teams in the playoffs. Absolutely. So 100% agree on that. I'd love to disagree just to, for I, a hell of it, but well, I think you, can't, we might, you can't disagree on that one. The way you're talking, I think we might disagree on a pick for this game. I think so, too. So you go ahead first because I think I know who you're taking. Do you really? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is tough. This is. I mean, I think the Browns definitely cover minus six. That's a lot for that game. So you're just saying that you want the Steelers win? Well, if you go back and look, they played twice this year already. You uh, can't count this last year, this well, last weekend. You can't. But Pittsburgh won the first one. What was his final score that one? Uh, hang on, I'm pulling it up right now. Jake probably knows. Yeah, I don't even know if he's. No, Jake's not back on. He ain't watching. Um, thirty-eight to seven. And that that's with all the players. That was back in week six on October 18th. Was that with all the players? With Connor uh, and everybody? Yeah. Ben, everybody? Connor had 101 yards. Ben I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be a blowout like that. Oh, no. No. But I think the Steelers come out on top. Ben only threw for 162 yards that mm-hmm. day. So, that's, I don't know. How about against the Cowboys? Connor had 22 rushing yards. Ben had 306 passing yards. Unreal. Let's see. There. Uh, <laughs> it's just so tough because there's so there's no no consistency on either side. And the Cowboys couldn't stop a nosebleed when it came to the running right. game this year. So right. I'm I'm I, that's so you're taking Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, I have to take Pittsburgh. What do you think the score is? Um, well, Pittsburgh's average uh, touchdowns in the first quarter, I know for a fact, suck. It really makes me mad. Um. Say final score, Pittsburgh will be thirty to 17-17. It's going to be interesting if it comes down to a last-second field goal because it's tough to kick in that stadium. That's why I said thirty. That's why I said thirty. Yeah, I think the field goal will come at the end. So I'm going to stick with your 30, but I'm going to give it to Cleveland. And I'm going to give Pittsburgh 27. Wow, okay. 30 to 27. I thought you were leaning more my way. Okay. 
I'm going 30-27 to 27 Cleveland. I just think the way Pittsburgh has played for the last month, month and a half has really soured some people, even Steeler, yeah. loyal Steeler fans. Yeah. Um, Mike, who you got? Yeah, tell us, Mike. Jim West, who you got there? Jim West. Why do you uh, call him Jim West? That's what he wants to go by. His name's Mike Novak on there. He wants to get on the show, <laughs> by the way, so we'll have to get Oh, him. does he? Yeah. Well, you gotta you got to talk to the right people. Talk some golf. We know people. <laughs> we know a guy. You can talk about the golf season. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going... 30 to 27 Cleveland last second field goal 30 to 27 they win it let me write that one down write it down so that would mean uh if our predictions are correct um Cleveland would go to Kansas City next week or would Baltimore I forget who's higher what I say 30 to 17 playoff bracket here um so we agreed on the bills Yes. Tampa Bay? Or did you pick Washington? I th- no, I, I agreed with Tampa Bay with you. Okay. It's just, it's just so, like I said, it's tough not to. So, yeah, if Cleveland wins, they would go to Kansas City next week. Yeah. And Buffalo would go to, well, whoever wins between Tennessee and Baltimore. Got to go Tennessee, man. Damn. Yeah. So we disagreed one. on that one. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Should we fight now? Or I think we should. Should we not talk to each other anymore? I think those are the only two games we disagreed on, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's these aren't easy games to pick. I would say the easiest game is probably New Orleans and Chicago. Yeah. Well, for New Orleans-Chicago game, um, do you want to uh, buy tickets? Because their tickets are as low as <laughs> $925. Oh, is that all? Mm-hmm. Let's get a couple. Would you like to go see the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts? Tickets... As low as $10,852. How much? $10,852. Oh, wow. Let's do it. Hey, Uncle Donald. <laughs> I need another stimulus check. Jim West says he likes Pittsburgh. 27-13. The Browns have the COVID issues. And honestly, that gave me pause. I was thinking about taking Pittsburgh for that very reason. Yeah. But way to I, go, Mike. The way I mean, Jim. I just can't do it. I think Miles Garrett has a day. Three sacks. Yeah, it's called Garrett. a Wednesday because it has nothing to do with this. This Miles Sunday. Garrett gets three sacks and Cleveland wins thirty to twenty-seven. I just hate that this game is going to be played at eight fifteen at night it does on a Sunday because I I obviously have to stay awake for this one. Um, Jake wanted us to get a Super Bowl pick in, so let's yeah, do that. Is he even on here? Before we forget, no, I think he left. He'll come back and listen. Yeah, he'll come back and listen. So, believe it or not. You can go back and listen to this if you don't believe me, but my preseason Super Bowl pick was Saints Chiefs. Yeah, I think I think I said something about Saints too. I'm not feeling great about it, but at least my two picks are still alive. I'm gonna change my pick, however, and I'm gonna say, I I talked to my dad last night and I told him I got two picks. The one I want to happen is Saints Bills. The one I think's going to happen is Packers Chiefs. I think both number one seeds get to the Super Bowl again. Which I think has happened every year for like the last I don't know how many, hmm. but it's it's been a streak. So. So who do you, who? Packers. I, I want Saints Bills, but I think it's going to be Packers Chiefs. Jim West, tell us who you think your Super Bowl pick is. Anybody, Jim West, anybody, whoever's anybody's on. Can't be the Raiders. Anybody, we don't care. He says the best game of the weekend is going to be Titans Ravens. I agree with that. Me and Jake were talking. Actually, we both said that was our toughest game to pick. That's what he said. Best game, yeah. I must, my, I must be like lagging or something. You, you, you laggy, bro. You laggy, bro. 
Let me get you a laggy. So give me two picks. Who do you want the Super Bowl to be, and who do you think it's going to be? Titans. Okay, now I'm now I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Speaking of Raiders, how about that pass that Fitz Magic threw with his head turned? And nobody talks about it. That was crazy. And you know if um if uh, Mahomes did it. Oh, if Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady did it. Ooh, it'd be news for the next three weeks. Man, I'll tell you. But uh, you know what? I want to. I want to be crazy. I think. I. I. I don't know. I. Uh, how about this AFC title game, Cleveland and Buffalo? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, Super Bowl. Oh, he says Super Bowls, Packers, yeah. Chiefs. Rematch yeah, there you go. Rematch Super Bowl, Super Bowl one. one. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Packers won that. Way to go, Jim. James West, East. Mike, who'd they beat in Super Bowl two? Since you were live. <laughs> no, I'm just asking because it was the Raiders. All right, so who I do you want and who do you think? I would li- Like I said, I would like to see Drew Brees go out on top. So I'd like to see Saints. I think Saints and Seattle would be a nice one. For a champion, an NFC championship? Yeah. That would. That would be cool. But to pass that, I would like to see the Saints go to the Super Bowl. And I like to see them play. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, as honestly as anybody stopping Mahomes, I don't think so. Yeah, I know it's insane. Buffalo's been playing so well though. I know, I, but you got to go like the your the lucky bet is the Chiefs. Yeah, maybe a rematch so of Saints uh, Chiefs, the Super Bowl and the right before the Bills played the Cowboys twice, it was Washington and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that'd be something. Highly unlikely, but yeah, that'd be something. We know one person that would be happy to see that. Yeah, Kivy. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, yeah, Sa- I'd say Saints and Chiefs is what yeah. I would like to see. But in reality, I think it's, I think it'll be Chiefs. I'd love to see Chiefs Bucks and see Brady and Mahomes go at it in the Super Bowl. Oh, can you bu- can you imagine? <laughs> I don't no, I don't think they can go that far, to be honest. You don't think? No. Who Tampa? I, yeah. Chiefs. Oh uh, God, that's so tough. You know what? Chiefs Titans. I just uh, want to see it happen. I want to see the Titans get there. I think Den I think Derrick Henry deserved every yard that he got and he made sure that he, he pulled for every yard and he was that aggressive. I think he deserves to be in that Super Bowl. You talking about BDH? BDH, Holmes. BDH. Maybe a rematch from 99, Rams-Titans. Mm-hmm. And they came up a yard short. Mm. Uh, so, it, yeah, I think that's about covers it then for the NFL. Yeah. Let's want to talk Masters. Yeah. Mike, or I mean, sorry, James East. You want to talk, <laughs> talk Masters now or what? Uh, so Dustin Johnson gets his first green jacket. Crazy. And, uh, just domination is what it yeah, was. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch. But it definitely was not even close. Hey, can I borrow your charger quick? You can do whatever you want to me. I mean, the <laughs> charger. Which side? Other side? This Over side? here, yeah. All right, so we had Dustin Johnson finishing minus 20. And then you had Cameron hey Smith and SJM at 15. Sung JM. Sung, Sung Jung. Sung Jung Im. Some young guy. Some young guy. Um... 
I don't know. I I kind of like the Masters in November. It was hard to balance it's it. Awesome, but because you know what happens? What Masters coming up soon? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> April. Yep. Hello, friends. What'd you think about it? Other, otherwise, overall as a tournament. Who said that? Me? You talking about me or you or James? You James West. I loved it, man. I th- it's my favorite tournament to watch. I like marking on my calendar to to make sure I put it on. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. I will literally if I was if I wasn't as poor as I was, I would uh, probably call off work for the week <laughs> and watch twenty four hours of the Masters with all the events and stuff going on. Ex- except they didn't do it this year because of COVID. Yeah, but no part three or any of that. But I mean, you know, any other year, absolutely, man. That's it's my favorite. Beside, it's my one. It's my number one, definitely. Uh, I thought aside from the rain, the course played fair. Oh yeah, it was the the greens were. I mean, I, they were saying, I think they were saying they were really f- slow, and they were blowing past, Yeah, I think, blowing past the hole. If I remember, I'm trying to remember it right. It was a while ago, but. I mean, as far as the Masters go, I have to say, I was 10 years old when the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. I wasn't old enough to appreciate it. I was 12 when Michigan won a split national championship with Washington State. But Tiger Woods winning the Masters last year was probably unbelievable my, it was my favorite moment ever in sports mm-hmm. it really was because i never thought i would see it again no like i've seen tiger win 14 majors yeah but i never in my life thought i would see him win another one after the back trouble and the problems with his personal life and oh yeah that. yeah and he played horrible this year but but he's still playing he's still he chugging man. he's he still chugging along and uh you know i have to say i i last year was phenomenal i'll go back and watch that again probably Oh, yeah, I have, a, I have a recorded. You yeah, have to. This year, Dustin Johnson was just on a different planet. Oh, he's he, he was an alien. He was an absolute alien. There he was, was n- bombing it off the tee, striping every He drive. couldn't miss. Even if he was to grab a putter off the tee, right. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't miss. Yep. I mean, Brooks Kepka was up there, finished tied for seventh yep. at 10 under. John Rahm was a guy I put money on. Well, you had, uh, what's his name, uh, long ball. Um Bryson DeChambeau. Oh. He was somewhat in contention for a little bit, and I was thinking, all right, man. Yeah. Here's a th- here's the difference. Like, you're not – in this particular course, you're not playing these players. Right. You're playing this course. He's and lucky he won the U.S. You're Open. You're overhitting – you're overdriving uh, uh, dog leg lefts yeah. like crazy into the woods, and, like, you're trying to you're trying to mash the ball too much. This is the one course. Augusta is the one course. That is needs finesse. Yeah, you need to love the course. You it's need a, to. It's a me- it's a cognitive course. Right, right. And that's why Tiger excels there because yeah. he knows it like the back of his hand. Mm-hmm. He can shut everything off. There's there like the the video game. It's called Tiger Vision. Yeah, you're able to just sit there. You you close in. It's just like when a horse runs a race. They have the the blinders on the side. They don't need to look anything, and they just go. Right. And that's it. I, I mean, the problem was, uh, you know, Tiger finished four over. That final round on Sunday. Um, Dustin Johnson was four under. But even if he shot even par, he would have still won the tournament by a stroke. So I'll be interested to see how it plays differently, possibly in April. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different. Like I said, I think the rain certainly played into the the way the course played. But. I would say, without a doubt, Dustin Johnson's probably your favorite going into this year's tournament. 
because it's only we're only five months removed from when it happened in November. So, um, you know, Rory McIlroy finished there tied for fifth. Justin Thomas will be back, but I would say Dustin Johnson's probably your favorite to win in April. Yeah, with him going off, winning the Masters, and then uh, I think he's has he played. After he's played a couple of tournaments afterwards, I'm not sure. I don't. There, I don't think he per- kind of like uh, small stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's per- like personally played like major stuff. But right, I mean, if he can keep that momentum going, I mean, it just all it takes is. I mean, you know, we know the best. It takes one little one round that could right. just like completely stop you dead. Right. But uh, he'll definitely be the favorite coming back. I would think, yeah. Because I think I think Tiger's going to gonna start going. No, yeah. I don't think it goes back to back. I don't either. No, that it's Augusta's just so hard to play and win back to back. It's just one of the the hardest courses there is. I think this might be the easiest it's ever been though, because like I said, you only got five months between tournaments. Right, right, right. But that's why I kept. That's why I said about the momentum. Like if you can keep yeah. the momentum up, you can you'd be all right. My my early pick for April is going to be uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas in April, yeah. I think he mm. gets the. He's my pick. I think he's he's trying to have too much fun. You think he gets? He's got a. I think he's got to figure stuff out. He he's just yeah. he's too worried about smiling and, and having fun with everybody. You have to wonder too, as far as you know, guys that have been there before. What happened to uh, what's his face? Jordan Spieth. He's had quite the collapse here since uh, winning the green jacket a few years ago, but, you know, Justin Thomas is going to be my pick for that tournament. Jim West, if you're still out there, who do you got for the Masters in April? I'd love to hear your comment. Tim, when you get back here, I want to ask you how you felt like your uh, golf season went this year before we end the show today. I want to know how your golf season went. How you played, what you think you need to improve on. Oh, my golf season, I am I am the greatest. No. Um, <laughs> well, each year, if you play, you know, as consistent as you can each year, you get a little bit better each year, but it's... This year I did pretty good. I, I I shot in the low like low 90s. I think I sh- I shot a 92, and that's you know pretty legit score. I'm you know I don't really I'm not cheating or nothing, but I mean it, it is a pretty decent score for someone who goes out maybe a dozen times a year. Yeah. But a weekend hack, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, weekend warrior. That's what we are. Yeah, weekend hacks. Yeah. But. Um, it was a weird season too because we got off to a late start with COVID and yeah, and then we're sitting there trying to drive with the the, the thing in between us. It was just it was all hell. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, it was messed up. But I had fun. I mean, we probably didn't get out as much as we would have liked to. But right. You know, you I would have liked to get out a lot more. Your child will be a little older this year, so yeah, yeah. So we'll be able to do a little bit more, and uh, we'll go on vacation next year. That'll Hopefully, we all can go on vacation next year. <laughs> we'll we'll hit a couple of courses while we're out there. But right. I mean, what I can improve on, obviously. Putting, you know <laughs> how I am with that. Yeah, I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to put on a green, but it's uh, I mean that I can I can figure that out. It's off the tee, I'd say. 
with a driver. It's 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 pretty tough. It's been pretty tough until I got that new driver. Yeah. I was able to kind of straighten it out a little bit. I mean, I think it's the time. Well, if I can go, if I could start tea time at six, seven, right. like anything before seven a.m. Yeah. I hit that ball straighter than I've ever hit a ball ever. Right. Anything after that, it's. Well, I mean, there's a reason why it's the hardest club in your bag to hit. Yeah. If it was easy, everybody. Yeah, everybody would be able to do it. Yep. As far as my game goes, I, I don't feel like I do anything great, but I was really impressed with the last time I went out with Mike was actually there. James. James West. And James uh, East. I I hadn't played in about two months. Yeah, but you shot really well though. And I played really well. Yeah. If my putting was on, I would have. What what shot course did you go to? Edgewood. Oh yeah yeah. But if my putting was on, I would have easily shot. You hit Edgewood though in the afternoon, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Edgewood in the morning is terrible because oh, yeah. the ground is oh it's so damp. Yeah. You just digging holes all day long. But a 94 with, you know, a couple of three putts. I think I even had a four putt at one point. Mm-hmm. So I could easily shave a few strokes there. But my my big thing is just, and it's always been this problem, is just consistency. And I think that yeah. only comes with playing more. Yep. I'm not going to do great until I can play on a weekly basis. So. Well, I don't want to say consistency. I want to say what consistency to the point of if you go out enough, you, if you go out, no matter if you go out more than, if you go out once and you go out a second time, you're better the second time, most of the time. Right. If you go out once, then you you go out by the, your fifth time. Right. You see the the difference. My only problem is I feel like when I play more, I get worse. Like I just said, I took two months off and went out and shot one of my best rounds of the year. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like when I play more, it's. I think maybe off. maybe some people need some rest. Maybe some people just need to go right and go and go and, go. and, and you know they keep you know rising up and, and getting better and better and better. But some people need that that break and then come back to it. You know. But if you remember when me you and Brad played in Ocean City a few years ago, yeah, I got better each day and played my best round. I started the final getting day. yeah, I started getting crappier. And that's playing not just not just once a week, but three days in a row. I had my so. best round the first day we were there. Right. Yeah. But. I'll be interested to see what happens this year. I'm I'm pretty confident that I could, you know, break 90 a few times at least. That's always my goal. Oh, Mike, now so. now that I broke 95, my goal is to get into the 80s, right. the high 80s yeah. uh, this year. So 88, 87, that's a good score for yeah. the courses I'm we okay play. With that. You know, it's not Morgan Hills, but, you know, Sand Springs or Blue Ridge. Yeah. Those are yeah. good scores there. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. But anything else you want to discuss? Um, Mark wanted us to talk about college basketball. I don't have anything to add there because Duke's terrible. So Ooh. I'm out on that one. Yeah, I don't watch college basketball really. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I usually around tournament time will start, but it's too early yet, and yeah. COVID's canceling games and all. So you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Packers Chiefs Super Bowl is what I said, and you said Saints Chiefs. Saints Chiefs. What do you think wins that game? Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah I, God, that's such a – I'm going to say the Packers are Super Bowl champs this year. That would be crazy. Yeah. It would be nice to see somebody besides Mahomes making it. How about uh, Matt LaFleur, the head coach for the Packers, his first two seasons? Yeah. He's 26-6. and six. Really? He went 13-3 and three both times. I didn't know those stats. Get rid of Mike McCarthy for that. <laughs> yeah, right? Seriously. Uh, so the, the interesting thing that I'll just say real quick before we go is uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how Dak – contract negotiations work out yeah mike shot an 82 on mount laurel's best round that's a good one well mike when we're your age we can go out that much too 
And I'd be shooting in the 80s, too. Hey, Jim, <laughs> get your people in touch with our people, yeah. and, and we'll get you on the show yeah, here. Yeah, you call, gotta, you talk to your people <laughs> to talk to us, we'll get you on. we got to get you in the Tucson Tim Studios yeah. to discuss golf with us. But uh, anything else before we sign off here, Timmy? Um, I was going to bring up, uh, so it's a new year. It's a new season. It's a new racing season. I know we hit on NASCAR before, but this is a, we'll talk about our local track really quick. Yeah. Um, they're going to start the year off with a bang, I'd say. Um, uh, March 20th, they're going to run a 100-lapper uh, for the Enduros, which I think will be pretty neat to watch. Um, uh, March 20th, it's the four- and six-cylinders. Um, get out, man. It support With all this stuff going on, support your local, you know, small tracks, yeah. small, small businesses. Do what you can. Yep. Because they had to cancel some stuff last mm -hmm. year, and didn't get the revenue that they were expecting, so they could use and the they, extra and, money. And they, these tr these kind of tracks, they they are uh, they're praying and hoping for you know sponsors and and people to help out because I mean most of these people that are doing this have full time jobs already. Right. This is their like it's little like part time hobby, fun yeah. time thing to do. But um, this the actual 2021 season opener for uh, Evergreen Raceway is uh, May 2nd. Um, there's going to be a bunch more details. Uh, get on Evergreen uh, Facebook and everything, but um, or check ours out. We uh, we'll be posting up on uh, on the Facebook or on uh, our Instagram page the, at the Average Joe's podcast. And if you get a chance to go back and listen to any or, of our previous episodes, there was two last year towards the end of our season where we had Ted the Milk Grow on, who was the voice of Evergreen Raceway. Yep. yep. And we also had Big Money Matt Hirschman on the yep. show. Ted, via Zoom, so. Ted's a great guy. I mean, he we I had a lot of fun with yeah. him here. He he had a he had a blast too. I mean, it was good to see him. It's always uh fun to talk to him. He's always yep. he's always talking racing. He always you know, he get he enjoys it, man. He actually he's a genuine person who really yeah. likes to enjoy it. And I was kinda surprised with Matt too, because I wasn't expecting him to be kind of the humble mm -hmm. guy that he was and he, he impressed yeah, I mean, me he a lot was too. more than welcome to talk, more than welcome to to, you he's, know, he's the say it out. Crop when it comes to the modifier. He is. He's he's one of the, the one of the big names there, and uh, I mean, we really appreciate the time they gave us last year, and we yeah. really hope to do more with them this year, and yep, maybe we're in contract negotiations right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, it, it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, Tom Vitale came, is coming back as the uh, I think it's the competition director. I think that's what his title is. Sounds about right. Um, I mean, to see the way he I've I've walked with him in the pits, the way he walks. Those people yeah, sit there and yep. they stand at attention. They're like, "Yep, here comes Tom," <laughs> and when he says something, they do it. Yep. So he he keeps that place in line, and you know, with all the fishers, with the uh, uh, the memorials and everything that they run. I mean, it's it's a great cause. It's a lot of fun to go see some. Get your kids in there for a, a nice nice long race. You get to see multiple multiple different classes running. It it's it is a lot of fun to go. I mean, it's you go up to. Uh, for NASCAR up to the Cup, up to Pocono. I mean, hopefully we could go this year. Yeah, it is. It is Pocono. It's Pocono, but this is something that they're racing there every weekend. Yeah. I mean, you can get down there. It's it's a few bucks out of your pocket. Right. And it's not only food's good too. Yeah. Oh yeah, food's great. But it's not only helping the track. It's you know building a a, a lifetime of memories with everybody. Just seeing these people, because a lot of these kids look at these drivers like you know like NASCAR drivers. Like, yeah. I want to grow up to be like. Brandon Ultra. I want to grow up to be like Matt Hirschman or or Brock Brown or 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 you know the big name guys there. 
And all these guys that you watch on Sundays got their start doing stuff like this, you know, building oh, yeah. their own cars. Go karts, starting to go, little go karts, little tracks, little dirt bikes here and there. And I mean, you you learn to fix your own vehicles, and and it's a lot of fun like that. Uh, that enduro is actually, I think it's called a uh, gut and go, which if I'm, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm assuming you just rip, do whatever you got to do, rip it apart, get it going, get it running, get it back on the track. You're right, yeah. But I think this, I don't know if it's this year or next year. Tom will have to. I'll have to talk to Tom about it, but I know they were making another infield uh, road course. Oh, cool. And it's going to be, what is it, going into, turn, coming out of turn two, they come in the infield, come out, and come back in, going into turn three. Around the flagpole? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah, if you, you know, get a chance. I mean, we'll be talking about them here and there, and yeah, we'll hopefully we'll get up live, there. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some live uh, commentary. And yep. A lot of fun talking to drivers and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's it for me. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us. And as always, like I said, if you want to go back and listen to any of the previous Average Joe's uh, episodes where we have the one and only Jake Heller on or Dale Kibler or Matt Hirschman or Ted the Mouth Grow, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're all over the place. And we just started doing these Facebook Lives last year. So, yeah. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We expect to be back next week with a uh, recap of Wild Card Weekend, preview of the divisional yep. games, and uh, we'll be getting set for Daytona here in a couple weeks. Oh, and uh, I'd like to add a special shout-out to uh, your wife for making us these oh, shirts. Oh, that's right. I was going to wear mine tonight, but I forgot. So see if I can get it out. Me and Tim for Christmas got a uh, nice little gift there. From Santa. Average Do Joe's T-shirts. If anybody would like one, reach out to us. Yeah, and we'll let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll uh, if we can get enough people, might get um, a little merchandise line going yeah, here. Yeah, if we get enough people, uh, we're thinking about maybe getting a hat, a hat or two made yep. up. So if uh, you guys are interested, let us know. If we get enough people, we can get a couple of shirts made for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe do a, a giveaway here and there. Yeah. We're thinking about maybe another NASCAR contest, getting the fans involved. We'll let you know on that, but we got a couple weeks to decide it. So. Five weeks till Daytona. Can't wait. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something. Yeah. Definitely going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Average Joe's podcast. We just kicked off season three tonight. So thanks for tuning in. And we yeah. look forward to hearing from you guys next week. Yep. Thanks. Adios.